Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And before we get started, I'd like to give a shout out to Courtney Enders for commenting on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth walked into our to my room the other night and she was like, oh my god, I think Courtney Enders, like the real Courtney Enders, commented on our Instagram post. Yeah, uh, if you missed last week, we watched Ride on Track, which is based on the real life true story of Courtney and Erica Enders. She tagged Erica, but I we did not see any notification from Erica. <laughs> she did not answer my question. <laughs> All right, but this week we watched the Even Stevens movie. Buckle up, everyone! It's gonna be a long one. It is. Um, I uh, like last month. I think I rewatched all of Even Stevens because it was so good. Mm-hmm. And I also watched the um, reunion over Zoom uh, that Christy Carlson Romano had put together with uh, many of the cast and crew. It was great. I got a lot of insights. You don't have to watch it because I'm going to tell you everything. Great. <laughs> um, okay, so this movie's from 2003. Uh, obviously, this movie stars Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I already went into his filmography and last... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> The last movie he was in. However, I do have some fun facts. So, uh, one of the things that the um, crew members of Even Stevens revealed... Shia LaBeouf was not at the reunion. Um, <laughs> I think... I don't know if this is true. I don't know if I remember this correctly or I read it somewhere else. Or, but I think they said that Shia LaBeouf does not like to revisit that time because it was very traumatic for him. If you've gonna, seen Honey Boy. I'm going to talk about Honey Boy. <laughs> uh, but the, the crew said that whenever Shia LaBeouf auditioned for Lewis... He was, like, I don't know, like, 10 or 11 years old, I think. Before he got the role, he would, like, go out into, like, where all the other, like, kids were sitting waiting to be cast or waiting to audition, and he'd, like, be like, hi, I'm Shia LaBeouf, I'm gonna be playing Louis Steven. <laughs> Just to, like, psych them out, and they have, like, run out and be like, you can't do that! <laughs> um, so, yes, about Honey Boy, if you haven't seen it, it's um, a very stressful movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, was inspired to write it after, in his adult life, he got into like a drunk car crash, and um, whenever he was in this rehab center, he realized that he had PTSD from this time of his life whenever he was living with his emotionally, maybe sometimes physically abusive father uh, in a motel, like off the side of the road. Um, So his dad was like, a very big addict, drugs and alcohol. Child would say that, like, at, like, 11 years old, he'd accompany him to meetings. And <clears throat> this, like, when it, the things you see in the movie are, like, clearly referencing even Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, whenever, like, this, the kid who plays little Shia LaBeouf is on set, he's in, like, an oversized Hawaiian shirt and, like, baggy pants, which is what Lewis does. And then yeah. there's scenes where he's, like, getting a pie in the face and he's got, like, his own personal butler. Those were, like, plot lines taken directly from the show. Um, in the movie, he also says, uh, the little kid also says something along, along the lines of, like, oh, AJ invited me to a baseball game. They, um, it's probably AJ Trouse, who plays Twitty, uh, and then his dad was, like, who's driving? Like, he's not old enough to drive, and he says, oh, Tom's gonna drive. There's, like, three different crew members named Tom. Also, one of the members of the cast was named Tom. Yeah, his dad in the show. Yeah. Uh, so something that I did not know, I watched a video that, like, talks about all the Even Stevens references in Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so his, the Honey Boy shows his dad, like, being on set all the time, like, talking to crew and, like, trying to get in the episode. His dad apparently would also always try to get into even Steven's episodes, and there's an episode where he is an extra, like, in it. It's, it's not how I pictured him to look like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I'll end there with Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. for now. I'll probably come back. Uh, obviously, we also have Christy Carlson Romano, who we went through in Cadet Kelly. Um, but something that they revealed in the reunion was that whenever Ren like walked into her audition, like immediately they were like, "That's Ren." They were like, "It's probably like the quickest like casting hire that's ever been made." Um, Christy Carlson Romano also references her time with Shia LaBeouf on set as a brother-sister relationship, and then she says, oh, I got terrorized on set every day by Shia <laughs> So they were Lewis and Ren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then moving on to Tom Virtue, who we met in Under Wraps. He's literally been in everything. This is uh, the dad. Uh, we also saw him in Brink and Miracle in Lane 2, and we'll see him later in Rita and Weep. Um, Nick Spano, who is Donnie. Oh, wait. Tom Virtue was in Seventh Heaven. He played yeah. a juror in a 12 Angry Men episode. <laughs> but, who, but. Who was Henry Fonda? The man who tried to, um, It was fucking him. Reverend Camden, the dad. But, uh, I don't remember it that clearly, but whenever I looked up the episode, if I'm not mistaken, it was the opposite. So all of them found the man not guilty, or they were all saying he was not guilty, but the Reverend was like, he's clearly guilty. Like, oh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he <laughs> Wait, has to that's... flip each of the jurors to vote him guilty instead of not guilty. Yeah, that's that's not, not what I want. That's not what the movie is. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the opposite of that. And I, Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, a way different year, but, like, not good. Um, so, yeah, so then we have Nick Spano, who played Donnie. He doesn't really do a lot of acting. However, he was supposed to be, like, six, 15 or 16 whenever the show started. He was 24, so at the time this movie was made and Donnie was supposed to be 18, he was 27. Yeah, he definitely was too old for college. <laughs> he was also in Seventh Heaven. He played a character named Blake. And I don't really know, but I think that he was, he played a drug addict that Reverend Camden had to help <laughs> see the light. Um, and then we have Sir Stephen Anthony Lawrence, a.k.a. my favorite character out of anything <laughs> ever. Obviously, he plays Beans. Um, fun fact. So, if you were like me and you remember Beans' first episode, he didn't come in until, like, season two... And that, I think, was because, like, Lewis was getting older, so they needed to have, like, a younger kid come in and sort of, like, fill that place. So, Beans, in his first episode, he's just kind of, like, walking around to all the characters, and he's like, hey, you want to hear a joke? And then they're all like, no. And then he goes, so there was these pirates on the ship, and the ship was a-rockin' and a-rollin'. But, like, because he's Beans, he says it, like, so funny. And they said that in his audition... He, like, said his lines, and they were, like, kind of, like, okay, whatever. And then he's, like, hey, you guys want to hear a joke? And he does it, like, the exact same way. And whenever they were, like, going back later, they were, like, hey, who is that kid with the joke? <laughs> and then they wrote that into the show in his first episode. Um, Beans, I'm just going to refer to him as Beans. He was also in the Bratz movie, which I, I've only seen once. I don't remember. Mm. Um, he was in Kicking and Screaming and Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh, the cinematic classic, The Cat in the Hat. Of course. The reason uh, why there are no longer live-action remakes of Dr. <laughs> Se- Seuss's work. Uh, he was in one episode of That's So Raven where he played the Okeechobee kid. <laughs> Okeechobee! Uh, he was also apparently in The Amanda Show and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, so I'm guessing he was just like a little child extra. Um, we also have a fun uh, role for Tim Meadows. Uh, most people know him as the principal in Mean Girls. However, he's had a very extensive career. He was on SNL for like all of the 90s. Um, he currently is in The Goldbergs and its spinoff of Schooled. He, um, played Lovable Cannibal in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get too close. <laughs> and then he was also in Pop Star, Never Stop Poppin', which we just watched not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Trainwreck. He was in an episode of Reba. 
<laughs> which I do remember. <laughs> and you also probably remember he was an episode of The Office in season two. Michael and Jan, he's a client, and Michael and Jan take him to Chili's, and then he and Michael start singing the Chili's Baby Backwards <laughs> theme song. Um, and then we have AJ Trouth, who we met in uh, You Wish. You wish. <laughs> so I'm not going to go through him. We have Margot Harshman, who plays Tawny, the goth queen of my dreams. I love Tawny. <laughs> um... She was, I, she was been acting, but not in, like, anything that I've seen. She was in College Road Trip. She played one of Raven's friends. <laughs> and she was also in The Big Bang Theory. And Sheldon was basically sexually harassing her. But Sheldon doesn't understand. So it's funny. Yeah. Uh, we have Dave Coulier. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, we met in the 13th year. And ev- every time Dave Coulier is brought up, I talk about my favorite fact about Dave Coulier, which is that You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette was supposedly inspired by him. I was listening to that CD in my car on the way home, and that's what I thought about tonight <laughs> while I was driving home. Um, we have Keon Young, who plays the Chief. He was, we saw him in Rip Girls. Uh, Lauren Frost, who plays Ruby, she hasn't been in anything. However, if you're like me and you remember Ethan Stevens, <laughs> Ruby has a New York accent, but they live in the middle of suburban Sacramento. And so I was always like, why does this 13-year-old white girl have a New York accent in the middle of Northern California? Uh, it turns out before she was cast on the show, she like won this contest of like a Barbra Streisand impersonator. And so they just like had that in the show without <laughs> any explanation of nice. Ruby with a New York accent. Um... There's uh, Josh Keaton, who played Mutai. He's just a voice actor now, so I'm sure you've heard his voice somewhere. Uh, George Anthony Bell, who is Principal Wexler. He was in Gilmore Girls and Sister's Sister. Um, Jim Wise, who plays Coach Tugnut. Fun fact, he wrote all of the music for Influenza the Musical, including the hit classic We Went to the Moon in 1969. Um, in the reunion, Christy Carlson Romano, she was, like, trying really hard to, like, keep things, like, structured, but, like, you can tell that they're really, like, all, like, old friends and get along, so they're just, like, you know, talking here and talking here and talking here, and Christy Carlson Romano's like, so what's your favorite memory? <laughs> she tried, and she was like, what if we all sing We Went to the Moon in 1969? <laughs> but it was virtual, so it did not turn out well. Um, anyway, Jim Wise was in Which is a Waverly Place, uh, Talladega Nights, That's a Raven, he does a lot of voice acting, uh, he was in Friends, apparently, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, and then we have Matthew Yang King. He apparently played someone named Marty Mantle in three episodes of Riverdale. I don't remember who that is. Mm. Um, and then we also had Ty Hodges, played by Larry Beale. Uh, he was in Don't Look Under the Bed. And lastly, apparently Nelson was in this movie. Uh, Nelson is one of Ren's friends, but they said he was in this movie. He, uh, was AJ in Fairly Odd Parents for a very long time. I think that is all I have for now. Um, just a brief overview of the family because we'll need this whenever the movie starts. We have mom and dad, mom and dad, and then we have the oldest son, Donnie, who we talked about. And then, okay, so he is like the sporty one. He's also not the brightest crayon in the box. He's he's just not the smartest one that they have. And then there's Ren, and Ren is like the perfect child. That's like her like th- thing. Yeah, and she's she, very like type A, like she wants th- things done a certain way. And so Lewis is always like pushing her buttons because Lewis is like the jokester, the prankster, the laughs. The laughs of the family. (laughs) And then there's Beans, who is like the neighbor who's just always kind of (laughs) there. It's, we never actually see his family. (laughs) But uh, that being said, just for anyone who had never seen even Stevens, I wanted to ask you, which Stevens character do you relate most to? Or is there a mix? Because I have a mix of who I think I'm most like. 
Tawny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tawny is Lewis's friend, and so is uh, She, Quinny. I love Tawny and Lewis so much, because Lewis is, like, he had, like, they clash so well in, like, a way you wouldn't expect, because Lewis is, like, a jokester and, like, doesn't take anything seriously, but then Tawny is, like, like, an emo kid who doesn't really care about anything, and so, like, those two personalities, like, match so well together. They're, like, my OTP for bringing it back <laughs> to 2013, Lewis and Tawny. <laughs> um, and then probably Ren. <laughs> Yeah, so I said that I think I am a mix of Ren and Donnie. <laughs> stupid. I'm not sporty. It's just, okay, here's the thing. I'm smart, and I am, like, academically very, very smart. But I just do and say stupid things sometimes. <laughs> just, like, sometimes my brain doesn't work the way that I want it to. And also, I feel sometimes. like I'm very much like Ren because I'm, like, I want things done a certain way, but also I'm not as type A. Like, my room is a mess, and, like, that doesn't bother me. It's just, like, certain things. One time we were playing categories, and the letter was S, and the category was musical instrument, and <laughs> Kelly wrote Trombone. <laughs> I really thought I was going somewhere. Okay, I realized after I wrote it that that wasn't real, but I was laughing so hard and I got yelled at. So then I had to tell everyone why I was laughing so hard during the thing and I had to embarrass myself like that. But also, I was thinking that, like, I would love to be Tawny, but I just don't think that I'm her. <laughs> I love Tawny so much. Oh, um, I we talked about this whenever we watched uh, Johnny Tsunami. Uh, Brandon Baker, who played Johnny Tsunami, was a recurring character in Even Stevens, but we didn't know who he was. He played a kid who was always trying to, like, make the moves on Tawny, but Tawny, like, always loved Lewis. There was actually an episode where they, like, started to date, but then Lewis realized that he, like, wasn't mature enough yet for a relationship, and then in the very last episode, uh, well, I'll get to it. <laughs> okay. So now, after 13 minutes of background, I think that we can dive into <laughs> the Even Stevens movie. Okay, so we open on Tim Meadows. He plays Miles McDermott. He's, like, doing this computer program that's just kind of, like, it has a grid of pictures of families. Yeah, it's, like, and these then he, videos. Like, and then he, like, types on the keyboard, and then, like, some families go away. And then yeah, like, the so they're, like, being smaller. eliminated. Yeah, and he's, like, crossing out family names. And he lands on, we see a picture of the Stevens family. And, and he after lands. he crosses out all the names, Stevens gets Stevens circled. Stevens gets circled. So, then we cut to... We see, hold on, we see a, fo a horribly photoshopped image of the Stevens family. This yeah. is something, I think I've mentioned it before, but it makes me so mad in movies. Okay, decoms are a different story because I get that they might not have a big budget. This is also 2003, so I don't know how easily, like available photoshop was but when you go see a theater in the movies when you see a vice in the movies when you go see a movie at the theaters and you see vice a uh oscar nominated film and they have pictures of the kennedys and this horrible You're photoshop post Okay, that's what I'm talking it was about. Tom Hanks with the Kennedy. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> and they have this horrible Photoshop, and I'm like, I know that the budget for this movie was so high, and you couldn't take the time to just Photoshop well. It makes me very angry. So, anyway. Like, we could do a better job. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So Okay, so then we cut to um, eighth grade graduation. Yeah, <laughs> Brenda's just graduating from junior high, which she I never 18 realized. When they filmed. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis and Ren are in junior high the entire time. Yeah. Uh, they're Ruby, all singing a school song. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> from junior, junior high. They're junior high school song. And it's also like, my alma mater, blah, blah, I, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't feel that way about, well, my junior high was K through eighth. Yeah. But I, we did not have a school song. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ruby is leading the class, and then she walks down and meets Ren and Monique. 
they're literally, like, still in the middle of the ceremony. Yeah. But Ren, like, hugs her friend. She's like, oh, I'm gonna miss you guys so much. And they're like, we're all going to high school together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, we, we see Ren, Monique, uh, Coach Tugnut, who doesn't have, like, a real graduation cap. It's a baseball cap with a tassel on it. Uh, Principal Wexler, Larry, and, uh, Mom and Dad Stevens. Um, Principal Wexler calls up Ren, um... Because she's the valedictorian of their middle school. Yes. Larry is not, Larry (laughs) Beal is not impressed. They've, they've always had a, um, rivalry throughout the series. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ren begins her speech. Uh, Donnie comes in and sits down next to the parents. Uh, they're like, oh, like, good thing you made it. Uh, where's Lewis? And he says, oh, I had to drop Lewis off, uh, somewhere else because he and Beans wanted to get a better view. And they're like, a view of what? And then we see Lewis holding this, like, control on the side of the stage with Beans. And then this beach ball starts to float around Ren and through the audience. And it's tripping her up. And, like, everyone's distracted while she's, like, trying to give her speech. Uh, Coach Tugnut tries to go get it down. <clears throat> um, Lewis is enjoying himself very much, and he mm-hmm. says, time to release the confetti. And Bean says, <laughs> confetti? I thought you said... And then the beach ball explodes, and spaghetti drops all over the audience. Iconic. I remember, as soon as he said confetti, I was like, I know what happens now. <laughs> Lewis is very happy. He's like, your lack of listening skills have finally paid off. Yeah. Uh, Ren gives Lewis the stink eye from on stage. Yeah, right? and so they run off because they're like, oh shit, Ren's after us. So then the principal comes over with Lewis in a chokehold, brings him <laughs> over to the family, and he's like, you are going to have detention every day. And Lewis is like, it's summer. You can't give me detention. And he's like, okay, fine. Next year, when school starts up, you'll have detention every day. Yeah, uh, Lewis, he brings Lewis back over to meet with mom, dad, Donnie, and Ren, and then the family has to start to hold Ren back. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, lunging at Lewis. Well, and then Lewis tries to, like, start going for her, too, because I guess he doesn't understand that what he did was wrong, and he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I guess. But then mom brings it up, and she says, <laughs> I love this so much, she says, this is a happy day! We are going to be happy! <laughs> and she's like, we need to make the most of our summer, because Donnie is going away to school, and... We're doing all this stuff, but then Donnie's like, I got a date, and Lewis is like, I gotta go, and then Ren's like, I gotta meet with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then they all leave. Yeah, uh, so we cut to Ren at this diner with her boyfriend, Gil. Okay, so Gil, I did not know this all the times that I watched the movie before this. There's an episode at the end of the last season where the whole cast goes to the beach, and Ren meets this cute boy, who two of her friends go off with, like, a cute boy, and then Ren meets this other cute boy who's, like, in the ocean, and she thinks he's a mermaid, that's why his name is Gil, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not. So that's where Gil comes from. I did not know that he was in the series, because I'd never see that episode. Yeah. And so they're at this, like, pancake, the Steiner place, and so Ren and Gil are talking, and Ren's like, oh my god, I'm so excited for summer, like, I'm gonna be able to see you every day, it's gonna be so awesome. And the entire time, Gil is just, like, looking at the syrup and, like, not really partaking in the conversation, and so Ren's like, hey, like, are you okay? What's going on? And Gil's like, oh, well, I have a summer job in Maine, so we're not gonna be able to see each other every day. And Ren is, like, very disappointed by this, and she's like, oh, well... I didn't know that was happening or whatever. And then Gil is basically like, do you think we could take a break over the summer so I can, like, hook up with girls at camp and not feel bad? <laughs> but then whenever <laughs> I get back, we can get back together. Yeah, and so and Ren, Ren calls him out Ren on his bullshit. Like, no! 
<laughs> yeah, she's like, you can't just break up with me to hook up with other girls and then get back together with me. So she picks up this thing of syrup. Well, hold on. She <laughs> Gil says, are you upset? And she said, you dump me in a pancake house and you wonder if I'm upset? <laughs> and then she picks up the syrup thing and they're like the ones from IHOP. If you've been there, like you have to press the button down to get the syrup to pour, but she can't get it to pour on his head. So then it's very anticlimactic and she just walks this out. I scene every time <laughs> that IHOP and I like take the <laughs> um, I just want to say this. I love Ren. I love the character of Ren. She, like, at first, she's supposed to be, like, this, like, popular girl and everyone loves her. But, like, as the series goes on, she's, like, she's, like, not, like, you know, like, cheerleader popular. But she's still, like, very well-liked. And she, like, she, like, gets in, like, friend fights and stuff like that. But they always make up. And um, she never had, like, competition with, like, another girl. I mean, like, of course, there's, like, an episode where, like, oh, like... Me and this girl are competing for the same thing. But, like, her biggest rival was always Larry. And it was never really, like, a bat. Like, they always, like, pushed each other to, like, go harder. Mm-hmm. I... I really like Ren. Yeah, see, I like Ren, too. I think that as a child, like, they try and portray Ren as, like, this try-hard and, like, you aren't supposed to like her because Lewis is always, like, butting heads with her. But, mm-hmm. like, when you're older and you can, like, make your own decisions about what you're watching <laughs> and how you feel about the characters, I think Ren is just a much more relatable character, at least to my own experience, so... I appreciate that. And I, I love Ren. that Rin did not, she wasn't like, oh, cute boy. She was like, no, I'm not ready for your bullshit. Right. And so she left. She knew she was worth more than that. Uh, yeah, so Ren comes home. Mom is reading this book <laughs> called Kids Today, Gone Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and Ren starts crying to mom immediately about getting dumped. Uh, but then the next morning, we just cut to Lewis in this motorized lawn chair that he has invented. Uh, he's showing Toddy, Tawny, Twitty, and Tom. Triple T, as I will <laughs> refer to them. Uh, Tom is another friend, uh, if you don't know. Um, his, like, it's called the Ultra Loungematic Super Chair, and he plans to spend the whole summer in this chair. It, uh... Like, puts soda in front of his face and gives him a massage and it feeds him a hot dog and a TV pops up and we see the show Gotcha with Lance LeBeau, a.k.a. Dave Coulier, mm-hmm. which is just like a prank show. Yeah. Uh, so, inside, Ren is very chipper in the morning. Uh, she's just like, hey, mom, hey, dad. And mom and dad is kind of like, mm, what's going on? She, yeah, she's like, you didn't think I'd let a boy ruin my summer, did you? And then dad is like, oh, so you're done, like, being sad about what's his name? And then just the <laughs> mention of what's his name, not even his actual name, Ren's like, Gil? And she, she goes, starts crying she, again. She goes, it's Gil, dad. And then she cries <laughs> into mom's shoulder. Which, like, I, I don't blame her. It's, it's still fresh. It's a fresh wound. Yeah, I don't know why she, dad thought she would get over that in one night like obviously she's faking dad take the cue <laughs> anyway uh beans shows up um it turns out ren uh offered to just watch him for the afternoon but he has this suitcase and he says you're not watching me for the afternoon my parents are going to finland for two weeks three weeks tops helsinki <laughs> look it up <laughs> so uh, they're, they're all, like, very surprised. They obviously do not want to have Beans in their possession for two weeks, three weeks tops. <laughs> um, so they're like, oh, well, Beans, like, the guest room is upstairs. And he's like, I know that. And he has a suitcase, and he puts it on the table. <laughs> and it's just a suitcase full of cooked bacon. Yeah, that's, other, Beans' other character trait is that just that he, he loves, loves bacon. Bacon, <laughs> bacon Beans. <laughs> I love Beans. Yeah, so he just starts shoving bacon into the fridge. Like, it's not in a Ziploc bag or anything. No, it's just, it's like, just cooked bacon. Cooked bacon in a suitcase. <laughs> 
Yeah, and so we cut back to Lewis and his friends, and they're all watching this prank show with Uncle Joey in it, like I said. Uh, Twitty ends up leaving, because uh, he has to go somewhere. Lewis pops out this side seat on the chair, <laughs> and he says, look at this Tawny, right next to Papa. <laughs> Which, okay, like I said, in the uh, last episode, the Stevens family, um, Mom, Mom is a state senator in California, and she was running for a senator in D.C., um, and so... At first, she had one, so that all the Stevenses believe that they were moving to D.C. Dad uh, told off his boss, and Lewis decides to make this tape that tells to tell Tawny how he really feels, which is that he loves her. And so, at, by the end of the episode, we reveal uh, it's learned out that Mom didn't actually win this uh, uh, Senate senator job. I think there was like a miscount or something like that. Election. Yeah. So, like all these things that they like started doing before leaving, they all have to like undo now. And so Lewis tries to like find this tape that he made for Tawny, but he accidentally finds a tape that Tawny had made for Lewis, and she reveals that he, that she loves him as well, and she was going to give that to him before they leave. So it's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Tawny declines. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Tawny's like, I'm going to head out too. So Tom <laughs> decides to, and I quote, take a seat next to Papa. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, as they're sitting there, they're like, ugh, there's a bug. There's mosquitoes. We need to fix this problem. So then inside the house, we see Beans taking all of these pantyhose. There's literally like 50 pairs of pantyhose. Yeah, I don't know why their entire family has so many pantyhose. I thought they were all wrens. Well, there's only two women anyway. They don't yeah. need that many pantyhose. I know. So Beans starts taking them and Ren's like, uh, what are you doing? And he's like, Lewis needs these for the netting. And so Ren follows them outside, and she sees that they they apparently, like, sewed together the pantyhose just, like, as they were. They yeah. didn't, like, cut them in half and do it. But there's, well, there's like, like... Well, it's, like, a net, and then there's, like, one pair of pantyhose, <laughs> like, outlined, sewed into the net. Yeah, they sewed this very like, quickly, by the way. the size that the pantyhose are in there. <laughs> yeah, and so Ren goes over and pulls off the little netting, and she's very upset. And Lewis is like, Ren, you're letting the mosquitoes in. Come on now. And so Ren is very angry, and she tries to, like, lunge at Lewis, but as she does this, Lewis gets up, and so Ren falls into, like, the seat. And whenever she does that, the she presses, like, all these buttons, and so the hands are, like, getting her stuck in the chair. And so she's like, Lewis, what do I do to get out of this? And so she presses the red button, because that's what he says, but there's multiple red buttons. And so... Eventually, she just ends up spinning in the chair so fast that she, like, falls out of the chair, and then the chair starts running towards her somehow. And Lewis. Yeah, on its own. And so Lewis and Ren are running, and as this is happening, this is when the uh, man from the TV, Miles, Tim Meadow. shows up and so they almost get run over by the chair and they knock over miles and so dad comes outside at the same time he's like what's going on hey sir sorry that this happened to you like what's happening and miles is like hey i have a presentation for you guys and dad's like hey we don't really want to buy anything and then miles threatens a lawsuit (laughs) (laughs) and so they're like okay let's go inside uh, yeah, so in the living room, Miles tells them that, tells the Stevens family that they want a vacation to the private all-inclusive resort on the island, on the, um, unchartered island of Mandolino. The family doesn't really react. Yeah, uh, no one says anything, and Mom's like, uh, I've never heard of that before. And Miles like, is like, oh, I got you. let me play you this video. Yeah, so he plays this, like, tourism video. It's literally just pictures of beaches, and then, like, a like, voiceover. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, a voiceover of, like, Mandolino is this uncharted territory that no one has ever been allowed to go to except the natives. 
Yeah, so as they're watching the video, Ren seems interested, but Lewis does not seem impressed. Yeah. Um, Miles says that they've been chosen because um, they're trying to lure tourists, and they're just kind of like this first family that they want to take in to like get first-hand testimonial. Well, yeah, and, they and were, they're like, you're influential because mom is a state senator, and they're like, dad, you're a lawyer, uh, you have this like high-profile job, and then dad's like, uh, I'm actually in between jobs right now. Yeah, and that comes from the last episode, whenever they thought they were moving to D.C., and dad was like, uh, you're a stupid fucking boss, and I'm never gonna work for you again. So that's why he doesn't have a job. Yeah, and so, yeah, Miles is just like, yeah, whatever, you're the right family, that's why we chose you, and all we need from you, well, yeah, so mom asks, like, what's the catch? And he's like, all we need from you is, uh, your testimonial at the end of the week, and we can put it on the brochures or whatever. And so he's like, all you need to do is sign this line or whatever. And so Ren is very into it. She's like, hey, dad, we should do this. Like, let's go on vacation, it's free. And Lewis is immediately like, no, this is going to be so boring. Like, what are we going to do? Like, my chair is not on this island. There's yeah. no cable. <laughs> and she's like, and R- Lewis says, like, Ren only wants to get away because she's been dumped. And then yeah, Donnie so- asks if there will be TV. And then Miles is like, oh, yeah, there's no, no modern convenience yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> like, no TV, no technology. And then Mom's like, you know, this could be good for us, for the this family. This is the, the family bonding I've been looking for. Yeah, and so Dad says yes and just signs his contract <laughs> that he has not read, even though he's a lawyer. It's, it's very, only one page, yeah, so it's, it's a very, very small contract, but I feel still. like I feel like it, he may not have been able, I, I don't think they would have been able to deduce what's really going on just by looking at this contract. Yeah, but anyway, they signed the contract, and... And that means Beans is going with them, too. <laughs> yeah, because, because his family is gone. Yeah, they can't leave this child alone for two, two weeks, three tops. <laughs> right. Uh, so the family arrives on this island in a charter plane. All these... Uh, beautiful natives greet them on the beach. Yeah, they're all dancing and singing, doing all this stuff. And their plane is also, like, one of those planes that can land in the water. Like, it has, like, little feet for that. And Uh, so, as they get off, they're, like, being carried by the islanders (laughs) to the land. Uh, the chief elder Tuka introduces himself, and they're offered this traditional hat of friendship, which is just, like, this, like, pineapple hat with a rubber band. And, like, straw. And, uh, a hug. Red, this is where Red meets Mutai. Yeah. Uh, Miles decides, uh, Miles ends up taking them to the Chief Elder's Palace where they've been invited to stay. And it's because like, there's no hotels yet, so yeah. that's where they're staying. It's the, it's very uh, honored and sacred that the Chief has offered them to stay here. It's like this big, giant, beautiful palace. Uh, Lewis runs ahead to nab a room with a view, but Ren chases after him and she's like, oh no, you don't! Yeah. Uh, but once they get up there, they both like kind of stop and look around because it's just like so gorgeous. They, both of them spot the royal bedroom at the same time and starts fighting for it. But then Miles is like, whoa, 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 like, be careful. Like, everything here is sacred. Like, you don't want to break anything. You don't want to, like, disrespect anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut to the families hanging out with all these beautiful natives on the beach. They're being treated like royalty. Yeah. Uh, Ren walks out, and Mutai picks her up again and just, like, carries her on the beach, and she's just letting this happen. But, I mean, I guess if a hot guy decided to pick me up on the beach, I'd be like, okay. Uh, Donnie is running because that's one of the things he wanted to do while he's here to really get beefed up for college football. he's playing sports in college. Yeah, and so women are, like, spritzing him with water as he runs, and then this guy picks up Lewis instead of, like, all the women around, and haha, it's very funny. Yeah, so as Donnie's running through the forest, he sees this native walking by, and he's like, hey, and he goes, I am, the native says, like, I'm Lalo, and Donnie's like, hey, you know, you look just like this guy I went to high school with. His name was Patrick Green, and this guy's just like... I'm Lelo, and Donnie just, like, he's, like, looking at, looking at him in, like, amazed, like, disbelief. Like, yeah. 
Uh, so then Donnie goes over to his parents who are eating grapes, and he's like, guys, like, you'll never guess what happened. Like, <laughs> this guy, I just saw him, he looked just like this kid I went to high school. I feel like, would it be, would it be me? <laughs> yeah. Well, and the dad is just immediately like, this is an uncharted island. It must have been a mistake. It's yeah. just someone who looks like him. And again, this plays into, like, Donnie's intelligence here. Yeah. Donnie says a lot of things that people don't believe. And most of the times, they're right not to believe him. <laughs> right. And so, Um, yeah, so then we cut to Ren is looking sadly out into the ocean. Yeah, she is walking by the shore, and Mutai joins her here, and Ren says that everyone's been so great on the island, but then Mutai says, but in your eyes, there's so much sadness. And then he gives her a flower, and is like, you have a good smile, and... Ren's He's depression like, is think cured. Think of something beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and he gives her a flower. <laughs> and Ren's depression is cured. Yeah. <laughs> and so then... Then they hear this, like, horn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles says that the family... Or no, Mutai says that the family is being summoned for a great honor. So, uh, the family is all, like, back, like, where all the natives are, and they're offered an island delicacy, which is basically a dead slug on a stick. Yeah, this huge slug. Uh, Miles is standing there, and he says, like, they will be deeply offended if you refuse this slug. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, like, starts to eat it, but, like, it's, you can tell it's very, very gross, except for Beans, who loves it. Of course. Uh, Miles whispers to Lewis, like, hey, you know, like, there's American snacks hidden in the palace. Yeah, uh, you should go to the palace pantry or whatever. He doesn't say that. He's just like, yep, they're in there. Yeah, so Lewis immediately excuses himself and goes to look for snacks in the palace. He find he ends up opening the pantry and finds all these, like, off-brand snacks that are just, <laughs> they're just like, fruit snacks and corn chips on the box. Yeah. But then there's also this golden idol that sits there. Uh, Lewis picks up this golden idol, which opens the Forbidden Chamber of Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the door says, do not open, but... Lewis doesn't care. So he walks in anyway, and in the room is this throne with red velvet cushions. Yeah. And Lewis, as we know from earlier, loves a good chair. (laughs) Exactly. So so with his snacks, he sits down in the chair and sees this lever, and he says, oh, that must be a footrest. So he pulls the footrest, and all of a sudden, the palace starts shaking and collapsing, and the whole thing falls all around him in this chair. Yeah. And Why (laughs) this throne has a has a lever that completely abolishes the palace i don't know we never learn but you know it's fine we don't know much (laughs) about the traditions of mandolino besides what miles tells us right and so the entire village like runs over because as miles said this palace is like very sacred to them and lewis just like completely destroyed it and so so they all start yelling at lewis in despair. Mm-hmm. And, and Miles says that he ruined their home and cursed their entire village. And yeah. the islanders are, like, crying. And Mom tries to apologize to them. And she's trying to, like, make it up to them. But Ren just starts yelling at Lewis. And they all fight again. And then Miles tells them that they should leave for now and just let the, like, islanders cool off and figure out. And they can't get their luggage because their luggage is cursed now, too. Yeah. Uh, so Miles takes them over to this other place on the island where they can build a hut. Uh, Beans is like, where do you sleep? And Miles is like, mm, I sleep in a hut for one. No room. Sorry. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> uh, so Miles leaves and the family starts building. Ren begins to reprimand Lewis and Lewis sh- uh, shouts back and he's like, oh, sorry, Ren. I can't be perfect like you. And <laughs> 
Brandon's like, you know nothing about me. And Lewis is like, what? Just because your boyfriend dumped you? Like, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so then they start fighting again. Mom and dad split them up again. And then they're like, hey, let's split up. Mom, Donnie, and Lewis, we're going to go look for stuff to eat in for the forest, firewood. get some firewood, all that. And then dad, uh, Ren, and Beans are going to stay and try and work on the shelter. So they go in the wood and they're picking up all of these sticks and Lewis asks Donnie to scratch his nose, but then all of a sudden Miles pops up and does it for him. And they're like, hey, the elders are having a meeting right now and if you approach them with a heartfelt apology, they might forgive you and like everything will be fine. And so mom's like, okay, well, let's go get the other part of the family. And then Miles is like, oh, no, 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 you can only go in groups of three. So they're going to have to wait. That's a Mandolino tradition. Apologies can only be made in groups of three. Yeah. And so mom is immediately like, hey, I don't know about that. Like, I feel like we should go get everyone. And Miles is like, it's very, like, sacred, and you really don't want to anger them because they're already mad at you. So they they follow Miles, and uh, they're all – oh, so Ren, Dad, and Beans are all working on the shelter back on the beach. And Ren is like, I don't know what's taking them so long. Uh, So then we come back to Mom, Lewis, and Donnie, and they're all sitting at this giant feast. They apologize to the village. Lewis goes up, and he's like, I'm really sorry for what I did. I didn't mean to. They go up to the fire god, which is called Oprah, (laughs) and Oprah is represented in this statue. Uh, So Lewis apologizes to the statue, and the chief turns around, and he says, your apology will be considered, but first you have to feast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they're all like sitting at the table and there's like this giant pig roast and all this food. Yeah. And mom is like, you know, like it's really not right without anyone else. But again, um, Miles is like, if you're going to offend them, if you don't eat this, you have to break bread with them basically. Yeah. So they're all like digging in and they're having a good ass time because they're very hungry. All they've had is that slug that they had earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and while this is happening, Ren is like looking through the woods and she ends up, uh, Seeing the snake. The snake, like, comes down and scares her. And as um, this, Very reminiscent of Britney Spears' snake banana. Oh, uh, yeah. As this happens, Mutai comes over and scares the snake away. Hisses at it? Yeah, he just speaks in tongues and he it just leaves. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it just goes away. And then Mutai gives Ren this poopish shell necklace. And Ren's like, oh, thanks. Like, what is this? And he's like, this is all of the shells that you stepped on when you arrived here on. These are your dirty feet shells. Yeah. And And I put them into a necklace. I followed you and just, like, crawled behind you picking up every single shell. (laughs) But Ren is like, oh, my God, I love this. Ren is head over heels. Yeah. But Ren is also like, hey, like, I think you're really cute and all, but I don't think that I'm ready for a relationship right now. And Mutai's like, oh, that's fine. I'll wait. And so then Ren is like, you know, everything sucks, but you don't. And then Mutai is like, things might blow, might, they might suck right now, but like, they'll blow over now that your mom and your brothers are fasting with the, feasting Feasting. with the elders. And then Ren's like, they're what now? (laughs) And so Mutai's like, oh yeah, come on. So he shows and Ren sees with her own eyes that they're like all eating all this food. They're like sort of like off to the side, hidden in the bushes. Yeah. And so she's about to go like yell and go off on all of them. But Miles approaches and he's like, oh, like, what are you doing? And he's like, you know, I told them that they should go get the rest of you, but they said, no, more food for us. And so this gets Ren really angry, but she doesn't, like, do anything. She just decides to go back to the camp. Yeah, he also says that interrupting a tribal feast is unforgivable. Yeah. Um, So Ren goes back to camp, and she tells Dad and Beans what she's seen, and Dad is like, that does not sound like something your family would do. Like, why would they do that to us? And Ren's like, "Uh uh-uh, Lewis would do it. Yeah. (laughs) 
So then back at the feast, they finished eating. And so Tuca is like, okay, Oprah, God of fire. Let's see. Do you forgive the Stevens family? And so they all like kneel and then it just breathes fire like out onto all of them. And so they're like, okay, that's a no. And Miles tells them that they're being shunned now. So the like village will not talk to them. They're not going to help them. They literally all of them like turn their backs. Yeah. And so, uh, mom is like, hey, can we get out on the next plane? Because this is not going very well. And then Miles is like, oh, yeah, that's fine. But that's in seven days. And so, mom, Lewis, and Donnie all come back to, like, the campsite where they were. And they see that the shelter's been built. There's a fire. But Ren immediately comes out, guns blazing. And she's like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? And mom's like, I wanted to get you guys. But there's this rule about groups of threes. But dad immediately doesn't believe them. He's like, oh, that's super convenient. And so... And so that's when they reveal that they're shunned. And yeah. mom and dad start fighting, and so the whole family is fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it starts raining, and the rain puts out this fire that dad has worked this whole time uh, to try and make. And then the family hudders, huddles under the shelter. Mm-hmm. And this is when what we're watching, like, zooms out, and... We get, like, a little clips of all the other things we've seen. Yeah, so, like, we're watching the family in the shelter on a TV. Like, this music plays, there's a super cut of everything, and then we see the family faked-out logo over the TV. Miles is in this studio with people, equipment, and the TVs, and we learn that he's the host of this reality show that the Stevens are on. Mm-hmm. All the natives are actors, and everything, including the rain right now, is controlled by the crew. Uh, they're being filmed at all times, and Miles reveals that they got intel on the family from a secret source. And then we cut and see Twitty and Tawny watching Family Fake Out on TV, and we learn that Twitty, like, set them up for this. Like, he, like, told the crew, like, hey, like, there's this family, uh... It, it could be a lot of fun. Twitty, like, immediately, like, already feels guilty. He's like, I yeah. can't believe I did this. Like, I didn't think it was going to be this. They definitely, like, misrepresented what it was going to be because Twitty thought it was just going to be like, oh, pranks. And he's like, it'd be funny for Lewis to be the one being pranked for once because Lewis yeah. is, like, always pranking everyone. Twitty revealed to them that Lewis couldn't resist, like, keeping out of a comfy chair. Um, and then we see uh, Miles, like, turning to the crew and be like, hey, like, increase the rain. And then this is where we see Ren scream to the sky, I wanna go home, (laughs) as Miles watches her on the monitor and laughs. Uh, Ruby and Monique, Ren's friends, are watching as well. Um, Ruby is hopeful. She's like, oh, this is so embarrassing. I hope no one's watching. Um, But then we see Larry and a bunch of other people watching in the diner. Larry's very happy because he doesn't like Ren. Yeah. And this is, uh, yeah. So, the show is, like, done filming for now. So, we see, like, all of the cast and crew on their, like, little area. So, we see that the snake was, like, an animatronic snake. And then we see, uh, see, Miles is just, like, talking to people. The camera, like, pans to see, like, the entire TV operation on the island. It's, like, their headquarters, basically. Yeah. Um, the actor who plays the chief is talking to Lalo. And it turns out it really was this guy from Donnie's high school. Yeah, they were like, oh, that was a close call. He was like, yeah, like, he graduated, I graduated three years ago. Like, how does he still remember me? Yeah. Um, uh, and then these people come up. I think they're, like, PAs Yeah, these or PAs who are just, like, kissing Miles's ass. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, it was so good. Like, it's better than Gotcha with Lance Lebeau. So we see that there's some, like, beef between Lance and Miles. Yeah, we learned that uh, Miles used to work for Gotcha, and he hired Lance Lebeau as the host, and then Lance fired him. I, I guess hosts have that. Apparently. Miles <laughs> um, is like, oh, like, I better be ahead of the head in the ratings. Like, I want to crush him. Um, Miles passes by Patrick Green, and he's like... 
he's like, oh, look, that was a close call. And he goes, you're fired. So we can, like, see immediately that Miles does not treat people on set well. Yeah, but then, but then he immediately changes his mind. He's like, I have another plan. And I was like, oh, my God, they're just going to fucking gaslight Donnie. So, <laughs> honestly, it's so smart. <laughs> it's so evil. This show is it's very so- evil. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they were, Family Fagout was on commercial, and they come back on the air, um, and, like, basically what Miles does whenever he's, like, hosting is that he stands next to this TV monitor that's, like, showing the Stevens family when he's not, like, with the Stevens family, Mm -hmm. and, like, gives commentary on what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Miles is, uh, standing next to the monitor, and then we see the Stevens family waking up on a beach to Beans' fart. (laughs) Yeah, they're very unhappy. (laughs) Um, and today, Mom, Lewis, and Donnie, uh, stay behind at the shelter while Ren, Dad, and Beans go to find food. Yeah, uh, and so, uh, during this time, Miles is, like, giving commentary about how, you know, Dad is still out of work, and it's been like that for a while, so maybe he feels insecure that Mom is the breadwinner right now. Mom he's like, how can we... the bacon. Yeah, and he's like, how could we make him feel more insecure? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, it's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, so Dad, Ren, and Beans are walking through the jungle when they see a squirrel. Um, yeah. and so dad's like, it's breakfast, we gotta catch it. But the squirrel starts roaring at them, and then chases them, and they run into Miles. And so Miles is like, hey, I'm so sorry about what's happening, you know, an emergency food drop is scheduled. And as he says this, there's a plane they see, like, flying over, but it's dropping food, and it drops it in the wrong place. And so he's like, oh, you guys better go get it, like, I think it's on the top of the mountain, follow these little trail marks to get it. Follow the red trail markers. Yeah. Um, and Dad's like, oh, okay, well, like, we should go back and tell the others. And Miles is, Miles says, do you really need your wife's help to bring home the bacon? And Beans goes, bacon, mmm. But then Ren says, Beans, it's just an expression. <laughs> and then Beans gets so angry. <laughs> He's like, I'll show you an expression, buddy! And then Ren has to, like, hold him back because Miles made him believe that there was bacon <laughs> Beans loves nothing more than bacon. Beans is a masterclass in comedy writing, and I will die on this hill. Yeah, so Um, this has, again, hurt Dad's feelings, so they decide to go off on their own anyway. To get the food and bring it back for everyone. Yeah, so... Uh, And then, like, after they go off, we see um, a crew member grab the squirrel that they were controlling the whole time. Yeah, and then the crew is, like, watching on the cameras, like, what's going on with each of the family members, and they see that Dottie's alone, so they cue Patrick, and Patrick is wearing his high school clothes, (laughs) he's carrying, like, a textbook, and he runs into Donnie, and he's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, you are Patrick! And he's like, hey, don't tell anyone, but I'm cutting English class, and he just, like, walks away and says nothing. It's so yeah. mean, but it's so funny. <laughs> so then Donnie goes back to the campsite, and the fire is, like, dying down. Mom Yeah, wonders, well, Donnie at first tried to follow Patrick, because he, like, snuck off into the jungle, but he ends up tripping and dropping all of his sticks. Yeah. So whenever he gets back, Mom is wondering, like, where Dad and everyone else is, and they're talking about how hungry they are. Donnie, um, like, tries to explain again. He's like, no, I saw Patrick Green. He's cutting English. Yeah, and they're just like, you're just delusional. Like, like you're, you're so hungry. hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, so... Miles, Miles shows up, yeah. Miles appears. He tells them, he's like, oh, like, we've arranged a food drop for the mountain. You have to follow these blue trail markers. Yeah, well, he says it's, like, over on the beach somewhere. But this is when Mom's like, hey, I saw a plane, and you said that there wasn't going to be one for seven days. And he's like, oh, no, it was just to drop off food. So he's like, yeah, you better go look for it. And so Donnie says, like, hey, we should probably wait. Uh, Miles is like, you know, they already went off. They mentioned something about how you guys had enough food last night. 
And so they're all like very angry. Lewis throws down his shirt and they go off looking for the food. And as they walk away, Miles picks up Lewis's shirt and he's like, oh, this will be useful. Yes. Yeah, so we, we cut to mom, Donnie, and Lewis uh, finding this uh, like box, this box that is like crashed in the jungle, but they see it's all empty food containers. Yeah. And they believe that the others have arrived first and ate everything. And this is where mom says, now. It's on! <laughs> Which they played in the commercials Yeah, lot. And so then we see that uh, Dad, Ren, and Beans also find empty boxes. And while they're looking around, they see Lewis's shirt. And this just pushes Ren over the edge. Because she's already, like, on edge with Lewis. Like, very mad about all the stuff that's been happening. But now, she's been hungry and they had all the food. So then everyone... Uh, we cut to uh, Principal Wexler watching the show. Yeah. Watching Miles explain what they did. Which is that they sent each group to two different locations with just empty food boxes, making them think that the other got there first. Yeah, uh, and so everyone at home can't look away from the TV. Yeah, Principal Wexler's just like, oh, like, this is awful, but he's, like, continuing to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Twitty and Tawny are watching in the diner. And Twitty, Twitty just, like, continues to feel more guilty. He just, guilty. like, literally hates himself. Yeah. Uh, Coach Tugnut walks in, and he, like, sits down, like, uh, with the kids, uh, he's like, hey, like, oh, isn't this great? You know, I was on a, I was on like a fan website, and it turns out that they're just in um, Catalona, which is just a few miles off the coast. They just like, dr- like, rode around in a plane for hours. Mm-hmm. And Twitty and Tawny immediately are like, hey, like, we can go there and we can like stop this because we start because Twitty started it. Yeah. And all they need is a boat, but who has a boat? So they go down to the dock where Tom <laughs> is uh, cleaning his boat. It's the SS Doris. If you watch the series, you know that Doris is the name of his mother. He's very close with. Um, Twitty, reveal- Twitty, he's like, hey, listen, I set them up for this and we need your help. Yeah, he's like, I didn't know it was going to be this bad and we just need you to help us. He's like, well, Lewis is my friend when it's convenient and that's good enough for me, so <laughs> I'm going to help you. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to uh, everyone... Oh, we see all of them arguing about the food because they're like, you guys ate all the food. And they're like, no, you ate all the food. Mom and dad start arguing about work. And so this like hurts dad's feelings. Mom's like, oh, is this because you're out of work? And then dad's like, how could you bring it up? And it's like this whole thing. Yes, yeah, so this is where they officially decide to separate into two groups. Yeah, Mom, and Lewis is like, you know, we don't need you guys. And so Ren is like on the other side saying like, oh yeah, good luck without us. Yeah, so it's Mom, Lewis, and Donnie, and then dad, Ren, and Beans. Yeah, and then Ren says, sleep in the rain. And then they said, we can and we will which was also in the commercials yeah that was Lewis it's it's delivered very well yeah (laughs) um so then again Miles is like he's still like hosting like watching the monitor he's like whoa like things are heating up there what about Ren and Mutai Mm -hmm. so then we see this very very warmly lit scene (laughs) like the screen is like literally yellow uh we see Ren and Mutai sitting together near a waterfall um, yeah, and Mutai says that the elders forbade him from seeing Ren, but he just can't stay away. Um, so, um, then we, like, kind of see this, like, tension build up as there's a little bit of silence, and as Miles is, like, watching on the monitor, he says, will Ren let Mutai kiss her? Vote now on familyfakeout.com. Well, yeah, because Mutai is like, hey, I would like to kiss you. And yeah. so, we love that. Getting consent. Yeah. Very nice. So, while Ren is deciding, we see Ruby and Monique. <laughs> Monique is like, oh, like, it's fake. Like, she can't. But Ruby's like, but he's so cute. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, they're voting yes Yeah, the and website. so the poll is, like, on online, on yeah, the bottom um, of the screen. Before the poll stops, there are 25 million votes <laughs> for yes. Yeah, this show that just popped up out of nowhere. And, like, no advertising in the middle of the day. Yeah, no, it airs all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. So Ren begins to lean lean in. However, she's pu- she pulls back and says she's still just not ready. Yeah. Well, she leaves. says like I would love to kiss you, but I'm just not ready right now. Yeah. So then we cut to Triple T sailing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um. They see. It's only, like, a few hours, I think, away. They see, um, the Catalona, the island, but unfortunately, Tom can't take the boat in because of the conditions and the rocks, so he gives them his dinghy for, uh, Twitty and Tawny to sail into shore. Mm-hmm. Um, we see- It's just, like, a big raft. <laughs> yeah. We see, um, Mutai, his real name is Jason, uh, walking out of his trailer to applause from the crew, like, hey, like, oh, good job, like, you almost got her. Yeah. Uh, the PAs tell Miles that they beat Gotcha in the ratings by one point, but Miles is not satisfied. Mm-hmm. So he goes up to Jason and he says, you need to get that kiss, and once you get that kiss, then dump her. Yeah. And we, Miles walks away, but the camera lingers on Jason, and he looks, like, worried and distraught. Like, mm, I don't know about that, son. Right. So Twitty and Tawny are still, like, rafting in this boat. And right as they're, like, coming towards shore, they get hit by this huge wave. And Twitty is like, okay, I guess I'm just going to swim to shore because he gets, like, pushed off the wave. And so uh, whenever Tawny gets to shore, she assumes that Twitty's already there because they weren't that far away from land. And she starts, like, looking around for him. But as she does this, a coconut falls from a tree and hits her on the head (laughs) and she passes out. So then we see Twitty getting onto shore. But whenever he gets on shore, security catches him and they take him over to, like, the lot where all the actors and actresses are. And so he tells the guards that his name is Lars Honeytoast and he's that's, never met the Stevens family. That's from the show. There was an episode when um, Lewis and Twitty want these, like, new, like, special shoes. So they go to, like, a guy who sells who sells them, like, on the DL, but, so, <laughs> but they don't tell him their real name. So he says, my name is Lars Honeytoast. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he had, like, Honeytoast in his hand. <laughs> he sticks with that. But they're not giving up on him. And so they tell him to crate him, but they well, just put okay. him in a trailer. Miles sees him yeah and he recognized he's like oh like that's the twitty kid that like gave us all the information mm-hmm. um and then twitty says to miles he's like hey like you lied to me like this is not what you said you said this is gonna be fun but this is not fun like this is emotional and physical torture <laughs> yeah but yeah but then that's when miles says create him and twitty gets locked in a costume trailer but when he's in the trailer we see his face and he gets a little idea oh yeah so, family fakeout continues. Uh, Miles is standing next to the monitor. Uh, there's cameras on what they label as Angry Faction 1 and Angry Faction 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis, Mom, and Donnie uh, slept on a tree. Um, this And Louis ends up finding a peanut in his pocket after, like, literal days of not eating. Yeah, they all gasp, and Mom takes it and decides to divide it into pieces for them. And she says they'll each get a third, so we see that they're not going to share with the other faction at all. And so as Mom starts to cut it, a squirrel comes up and takes it, <laughs> and they all freak out. Uh, then we cut to Ren, Beans, and Dad, who are back on the beach. Uh, there was a fire going on, but Beans peed it out the night before. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Dad blames Ren for bringing beans. He's like, ah, this is all your fault that the fire's out because you brought him, you offered to babysit. Yeah. Uh, Ren's like, you were the one who forced us on a vacation that, like, that turned into this. And Dad says, you wanted to come here so bad because you wanted to forget about what's his name. And then Ren gets upset again and leaves. Yeah. Uh, Ren finds Mutai over by, like, the waterfall again. Yeah, she's she, like, she runs over. Yeah, she's like, oh, I, like, I just want to go home. The camera's watching them. They and, hug. Yeah, they hug. Ren is like, listen, like, I really want to kiss you, but I just, I don't want to get hurt again. 
And that is when they kiss. Oh, my gosh. Um, in the diner, we see the Coach Tugnut crying. And Larry <laughs> Beal, like, kind of looks like, ugh. Which I like to believe that Larry Beal always had a crush on Ryan. Oh, yeah. No, I think that there was definitely <laughs> tension because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think that that's their way of showing that. Like, oh, like, Larry and Ren. <laughs> yeah. So, um, after this, Miles in the headset is like, okay, now dump her. But Mutai obviously does not want to do this. And so he starts to try and explain, like, this isn't real. But He's like, I'm, ha- I'm supposed to break up with you. Like, you, like, this isn't supposed to happen. Um, and that's when Miles sees this and he sends in the natives to take him away. Yeah. So the, there's, like, natives that, like, pick, like, Mutai up and literally, like, take him away as the chief, like, blocks Ren and Miles is talking to him in, in his ear and Ren's like, why are you doing this? And yeah. the chief is like, uh, uh, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah. And Miles is like, tell her, like, blame it on Lewis. Say it was all Lewis's fault. And he says, Lewis told us about your secret forbidden meetings and uh, when you would be meeting. And um, this is when Wrath takes over Ren. She's oh, like, yeah. of course. Yeah, so then we cut back to the set lot, and we see that Twitty is digging into the food, and he is putting paint on his face. He's in, like, one of the outfits that's, like, the costumes for the Islanders. Yeah, we see Patrick is, like, bragging about Donnie, like, oh, like, I got this guy so good. Yeah, and so Twitty goes over, and he starts unplugging all of the cords in one of the trailers, and this ends up being the cords for, like, the TV being on air and, like, all the cameras and stuff. Yeah. So everything just cuts blank. before, like, right before the things cut, we were watching Ren, like, hunt, like, literally hunting for Lewis. Yeah. And Lewis trying to get a peanut from the squirrel. And when, um, the, the tech, the tech cuts, uh, Cynthia Mills appears on the air. Cynthia Mills was a, uh, news anchor that Ren had idolized before she learned that Cynthia Mills was a raging bitch. Um, um also, she's making Easter eggs, and I just remember this part very vividly. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Um, the PAs tell Miles that Twitty is missing, and everyone is in panic mode as Twitty is, like, sneakily carrying the cords. Yeah, so mom, so we cut back to mom. She's trying to fish, and then she bumps into dad doing the same thing. Um, And they immediately call a truce with each other. Yeah, then Donnie is being chased by a squirrel, and he bumps into Tawny, and he's like, Tawny? And she's like, Donnie? And Donnie's (laughs) like, no, like, this can't happen again! Yeah, so he literally, like, grabs her shoulders and makes her walk with him back to the... Yeah, he's like, what are you doing here? And Tawny's like, you know, I really don't remember. Yeah. And Uh, so, mom and dad are holding hands whenever Donnie approaches. Yeah, dad briefly admits to mom, he's like, you know, like, I have been, like, a little sensitive about my unemployment, and they're, like, they're just talking, like, this vacation couldn't have been worse if someone had planned it. But, uh, And then they look at each other. Yeah. Mom and dad realize, and they figure... Yeah, so they've been comparing stories of, like, you really got there and there was no food, and they're like, yeah, Yeah, the same thing happened. They're walking with beans through the jungle and, like, working everything out. They're like, you know, every time Miles tried to help, things got worse. Mm -hmm. And this is when Donnie walks up... Donnie. (laughs) Donnie walks up with Tawny. And he's like, guys, like, this is Tawny! You see Tawny! (laughs) Uh, Tawny can't explain herself because she can't remember. Uh, yeah. Lewis and Ren are, like, missing from the pack still. And then Beans comes over and he has these cable cords and he's like, hey, why are there cable cords if Miles said that there yeah, was no technology? He, like, finds these cable cords, like, in the dirt. Yeah. Um, but, and whenever he says Miles, Miles rings a bell for Tawny and she says, oh, like, Miles McDermott? And they're like, yeah, how do you know Miles? And she says, oh, he's the host of the new reality show, Family Fake Out. Um, and Donnie's like, what's Family Fake Out? We don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And Tawny's like, oh, really? Like, everyone watches it. And then she's like, that's because you're on it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And she, like, explains everything that's happening, and they're like, okay, like, well, the first thing we need to do is find Lewis and Ren and tell them what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so then and we- And she cut- also tells them that they are in Catalonia, so they know, like, yeah. where they are now. Yeah, so we see a crew member, like, plugging all the cords back in. Miles is so angry, he's firing everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, walking through the jungle, yeah, walking through the jungle, that's when Tawny says they're on Catalonia. Um, Donnie is- <laughs> Donnie is like, oh, like, I was right about Patrick. Like, yeah, <laughs> good for Donnie. And then they, they're like, we need to find someone who works here and, like, call them out. So they see this, like, villager walking, and Donnie goes and tackles him, but we realize it's Twitty. Yeah, and so, Twitty then reveals that he set them up. He's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. He's like, you guys hate me. <laughs> and they, they don't say no, but yeah. they also don't say yes. <laughs> uh, Twitty takes them to the headquarters. They're, like, watching on a hill above so that they can't see them. Uh, mom says, she's like, hey, like, we still have a chance to show them that they didn't win, that they're a family that sticks together. Yeah. And Twitty's like, does that mean you forgive me? And mom <laughs> says, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so dad asks Twitty, he's like, what was the ra- the last thing that people saw on TV? And he says, Ren was trying to kill Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back down on the lot, Miles is, like, rehiring everyone once they get on the air. Um, and he tells them, he's like, guys, like, get Ren and Lewis back on camera. Like, hopefully nothing happened. We have to follow them. Yeah, so then we cut back to everyone in the diner watching, and the coach is taking notes over the Easter egg decorating, because there's, like, little bunny whiskers. And then the TV show comes back on, and he's like, oh, I wanted to know what happened. And as a child, I thought that was, like, the funniest shit I had ever heard, so... (laughs) Uh, we cut back to Ren sharpening a stick to find Lewis, and Lewis is still looking for the squirrel. So Ren, like, sees him, and she stabs, like, right next to where he is, and then Lewis starts, like, running away, and Ren is like, you ruined my life. From the day you were born. (laughs) Yeah, so Lewis is running away as Ren is literally, like, carrying the stick, trying to get him. Larry cheers her on. (laughs) She's like, yeah, go, girl, go get him. Yeah, Um, so. This is, yeah, so Miles, like, starts to get, like, a little bit nervous. This is where the crew member says, like, hey, Miles, like, if she hurts him, we're responsible. And Miles, like, she's not gonna hurt him. Yeah. And then Ren runs, like, (laughs) straight, like, up to the camera, and she goes, I'm gonna hurt you, Lewis! (laughs) Yeah. Which I love so much. Yeah, so we go on the beach, and Brenna's, like, finally, like, on Lewis's tracks. They go up to, like, this cliff part of yeah, the beach. Yeah, she's, like, cornered him on yeah. the side of a cliff. Miles pulls up, like, rushes up into Jeep, and he's, he's, like, tries to fix it. He's like, oh, like, you're forgiven by the natives. Like, you can go. Everything's fine. And Ren's like, I don't care. Yeah. The family catches up, and Miles decides to reveal the truth. He's like, hey, like, you're on a reality show. None of this is real. And Ren's like, I don't believe you. And that's when the family's like, no, Ren, like, he's telling the truth. And he's like, you're just trying to protect Lewis. You're always trying to protect Lewis. Mm-hmm. And this is when I did not realize, like, how intense the scene like she literally <laughs> pushed him off the side of a cliff yeah like i did not realize that lewis was like fucking falling to his death <laughs> when i watched this movie ren like takes a stick and pushes lewis's lewis off everyone is distraught miles yeah. like screams at the sky like it wasn't mom and dad this way. crying mom is crying everyone like watching tv is just like oh what just happened yeah but then ren smiles as a helicopter flies up from below the cliff. And everyone starts laughing. Everyone starts laughing. And Lance LeBeau yells from the helicopter, Miles McDermott, gotcha! Miles got got. <laughs> he, the helicopter comes up a little bit more and uh, Lewis is hanging from a ladder that's hanging from the helicopter. Everyone cheers. Yeah. Um, and so Lewis is like, oh, we planned this all. Twitty and Tawny caught up with him. And, you know... We have this whole plan. He was like, good job, Ren. That was very convincing. Yeah, they, like, held 
Twitty and Tommy help net for Lewis to fall into. Miles, like, tries to keep it cool. He's like, okay, guys. But then Lance comes in. He's like, um, if you guys, <laughs> like, want to see some, like, actual, like, non-abusive <laughs> pranks, turn on to Gotcha. And well, then and he's like, we're gonna talk about what we did. Yeah, he says, let's hear about how we made a fool of my old friend Miles on his own TV show. Mom grabs the microphone, and she's like, it takes more than a cheesy TV show to tear this family apart. Uh, Lance explains that this prank was put together in a few hours, thanks to Twitty and Tawny. Uh, and they say, what prompted you to call Gotcha? And this is where they show Twi- they show Twitty, and they have his name, and then under his name, it says traitor. As he <laughs> says, what prompted me was guilt and shame. And then Tawny begins to go Yeah, off. she takes the mic, and she's like, this is a fucked up show that should have never happened. <laughs> and under her name, it says activist. <laughs> yeah, but they, like, pull her back, and they give the mic back to Lance. Yeah, and then Dad explains that they found... Uh, Ren trapped, who had trapped Lewis in a tree, and they explain everything, and they, um, Teamed up. Yeah, and they teamed up. So before, uh, I guess the cameras had gotten back on, gotten back on, that's when, like, everything had come together. There was a big time lapse yeah. that wasn't really shown there. Um, and that's when the entire family decides to chase Miles down the island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after this, we just cut to Ren sitting at the beach, and Lewis comes over, and he's like, hey, the plane's here, and Lewis is like, hey, are you okay? Like, I know you've been upset, and I'm sorry that all of this happened, like, this was really crazy. Yeah, Lewis is like, you know, like, I'd mess with you, but I would never, like, hurt you like that. Yeah, and so they have this, like, nice brother-sister moment over teaming up, and Ren's like, you know, this will probably be the highlight of my summer, but Lewis is like, hey, summer's not over. What about boys? And what about Ren's, Jason? And yeah. Ren's like, who the fuck is Jason? <laughs> yeah. And he's and, like, oh, Mutai? And then Jason comes over, and Lewis is like, I'll let you guys talk. <laughs> and then he just, like, falls over rocks. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, like, 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 like sitting on, like, a rock ledge, and then he just, like, falls over, and then he's not seen again. I guess he just, like, crawls away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Mutai walks out. Jason. Jason. He apologizes. He's like, you know, like, this was, like, a job at first, but, like, I really grew to care for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad is calling Ren over, like, Ren, like, come on, like, we have to get on the plane. And he's like, so, like, can I see you again? Like, if I were Ren, I'd say no. <laughs> <laughs> She's in a vulnerable state, okay? Her I life has just been flipped okay. upside down. I guess. Ren gives him a goodbye kiss, and she's like, you can take that as a yes. Yeah. Uh, so Ren thanks Lewis before getting on the plane, and uh, Tawny and Twitty are about to board the plane, too. And they're like, we forgive you, Twitty, but you're sitting next to Beans, who's very gassy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Lewis, before he gets on the plane, he turns to Tawny and he says, you gotta sit next to Papa. <laughs> um, Tawny so, agrees this time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she has a choice. <laughs> So Beans uh, begins to narrate. Uh, he says that Donnie went off to college where he excelled in football, baseball, and philosophy. And then we see Donnie dropping all of his entire luggage all over campus. And he says, just kidding about philosophy. Uh, he says, Dad got a new job. Uh, and we see Dad and Mom, like, Dad, like, brings home flowers for Mom. They're in a great place. Um, Lewis and Tawny spent the summer in his chair, getting along great. Uh, Ren and Jason became inseparable. We see them in the diner. I love that for her. Make it a happy place. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Bean spent some quality time with his favorite family. This is where we see the whole Stevens family at dinner, and all of a sudden Beans just like pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And so they all start fighting because they're like, "Why is Beans here?" They're again? Like you, they're like, "Louis, you let him in." Yeah. <laughs> they all start fighting, and then they start throwing food. It's it's like they're a family. It's a fun family. 
family montage, but then we cut to a song. We have a song at the end of this Th- movie. This is the fr- I think this is the first decom where like they had one of the actors in the movie sing a song for the movie. Yeah, but so that's not Ren like is the one singing. Yeah, but I also don't want to say that that's like a typical like Disney thing because they had incorporated like Ren singing like plays a big part in the show, and they had incorporated that after they found out that like she had been on Broadway and like Ren Christy Carlson Romano like went on Broadway after this show too. Yeah. Yeah, but we got into Dream Vacation, which is a fucking bop. I still get it stuck in my head sometimes. <laughs> it was also written by Jim Wise. Um, and, yeah, we show, like, the whole family, like, singing. They're, like, playing along the uh, Twitty Stevens experience. That's the band. But that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, bloopers. And then, like, the cast is lip singing. And it's great. And it's a fun time. Love it. That's the end. Oh, I meant to mention, whenever they were over the side of the cliff, mm-hmm. uh, whenever they were filming... There was a climber who, like, wasn't a part of the crew who had gotten stuck. So they're, like, on the side of the cliff, like, and Ren's like, I'm gonna kill you, Lewis! And then there's someone down there, like, help! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, did they help him? Yeah, well, because there was something, they had to, like, CGI the helicopter, um, because they, like, couldn't get, like, certain permits or whatever they were. And they ended up having to bring, like, an emergency helicopter to, like, rescue this guy. And they, like, started getting calls from, like, the studio. Like, we told you no helicopter! And they're like, it's not ours! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something that they mentioned in the uh, reunion. Nice. Uh, did you have any favorite quotes? Um, I think my favorite quote was what Bryn said about, you're gonna want me not to be upset when you're dumping me in a pancake <laughs> house. Um, I had a couple. So there was one where, um... Ren, I think this is whenever Ren goes off to find the other side at the feast, leaving Beans and Dad alone on the beach. The second Ren leaves, Beans turns to Dad and goes, you want to go skinny dipping? <laughs> yeah, I remember so, that too. Yeah, that like, was as a child. In the, in the commercial. Yeah, as a child, I'm, I don't know what that is. And as, obviously he doesn't either, or else he wouldn't have asked. But yeah, that is funny. <laughs> he's like a 12-year-old child, and this is like a 50-year-old man, and he's just like, you want to go skinny dipping? <laughs> Dad is constantly disappointed by beans. Dad, I mean, more than anyone else. And then um, whenever we first uh, revealed that, like, the whole thing is a reality show and Miles is talking to the family, he says, isn't life funny when it's not happening to you? <laughs> yeah. So yes. how did you rate and rank this? Okay, so I fucking love Even Stevens, and I, I love this movie. I love the concept of this movie. Yeah, yo, for sure. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then, they're, <laughs> like, the whole time, I was thinking about the Truman Show, <laughs> which is, like, I think it's a stretch to make, but, like, oh, it's so good. I give this a four and a half out of five, because I love it so much. I put it at number three, Below Color of Friendship, and above Halloween Town, too. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I think the thing about this, too, is that it's a good standalone movie. Like, it obviously enhances the movie if you know the characters well. Yeah, but, like, you but don't you, have to Yeah, know. you don't like, have to know the characters like, it's to enjoy it. It's definitely something that I don't think they'd ever, like, put, like, it would seem weird, like, as a part of the show. Yeah. And that they had some, like, kooky things, like, here and there, but, like, it would all, like, flow together, but yeah it was really well done and like you said I thought that this was really entertaining like you don't have to love even Stevens to like this movie like the idea of it is very very funny like awful but also very funny yeah and so I gave this a four out of five and I put this at number six Halloween Town is above it and the color friendship is below it I am very excited for next week because next week we're watching Eddie's million dollar (gasps) cook-off I'm really excited I love that movie so (laughs) y'all it's gonna be a good one (laughs) That's Bye-bye. it.